Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You're listening to Wannabe Minimalist with Deanna Yates, episode number 153. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Kara and Nicole from Hand Me Up, a clever and useful way to shop for kids' capsule wardrobes while providing a solution for the clothes that they have already outgrown. If you want to make getting ready in the morning easier or have ever been curious about capsule wardrobes, then do not miss out on this episode. Hey there, my friend. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have you joining me today, and if this is your first time here, well then, welcome. I hope you find lots of helpful information today and you want to come back for more. I had such a fun conversation with my guests today. Seriously, I wish they lived close to me so that we could hang out. These two are just a bundle of joy, and they are passionate about what they were doing, what they are doing, and it really comes through. We chat today about the environmental impact of our clothes, especially the clothes of our fast-growing children, and they share some pretty crazy stats with us, but I'm not going to spill the beans just yet. Just be prepared to want to make some changes in your home. However, we also talk about how we are all human and we are just doing the best we can. This episode is not meant to make you feel bad about decisions that you have made in the past, and instead, I hope it will leave you empowered to do just a little bit better. There is also a surprising tip on how you can be sustainable right now without making a single change. I know you are going to love this episode, so let's learn about my amazing guests so that we can get to it. Longtime friends of over 20 years, Kara and Nicole have seen each other through many ages and stages of life, navigating high school, college, married life, and now motherhood. They are tackling the issue of the overwhelm of growing kids with piles of clothes and the growing environmental issues of textile waste through their company, Hand Me Up. Hand Me Up is a unique e-commerce shopping experience that simplifies shopping secondhand for busy families through a curated mix and match capsule bag of kids clothes. And they are being very generous in offering every listener $5 off their first Hand Me Up bag by using the code WANNABE5. So if you are interested in checking out their capsule wardrobes for kids, head to handmeupshop.com and use code WANNABE5. That's W-A-N-N-A-B-E-5. Five, the number five, to get $5 off. And then stay tuned to the end to find out how you can win a free bag with a mini capsule wardrobe for your kiddo. And if you want to get the show notes for today's episode, head over to wannabeclutterfree.com slash 153 to get the show notes for today's episode with links to the Hand Me Up website, their resources, and more. Again, you can find it all at wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 153. And one more quick thing, if you enjoy this episode, please do me a favor and leave me a rating or a review. You can rate the show in Apple Podcasts or in Spotify. And I have a new tip. While before I thought you could only leave a review on Apple, I actually got an episode comment in Spotify this week. So thank you, BAD, for your comment on episode 151, where I interviewed Krista about overcoming the stress of dealing with sentimental clutter. Your reviews are what help me reach more listeners and get more amazing guests on this show for you. So thank you so much. Plus, they just make my day. Okay, now let's get to our conversation with Kara and Nicole. Well, hi, Nicole and Kara. Thank you so much for being on the Wannabe Minimalist Show. How are you doing today? We're good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're excited to we're be so here. We're so excited. Oh, I'm thrilled to talk to both of you. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So before we jump too far into it, though, tell me a little bit about yourselves, how you're, you became friends or kind of how this whole business thing started and what makes you so passionate about kids clothing that you actually wanted to turn it into a business? Yeah, we're going on a 20 plus year friendship. Um, we met when we wow. were 14. I showed up at a brand new school for cheer tryouts and showed up knowing nobody. And this one, Kara, comes up is like, hi, I'm Kara. We're going to be friends. Let and it be noted that she was in a shirt that had the Dairy Queen log- logo on it that said drama queen. 
<laughs> Let that it. be noted. Let okay. it be early 2000s for you. Yes. Okay. Let that be noted. And um, I was like her. Yes. I like her. Yes. And so she <laughs> took me around and introduced me to everybody. And pretty much from then we became really great friends. And even in high school, we were working on projects together. So we have discovered through all this time that we are very opposite strength. So working as a team together is awesome. Like yin and yang sort of situation. Mm -hmm. So we were running like summer camps, t-shirt fundraisers, even in high school. And then we became moms around the same time. And Kara was like, Hey, let's start a blog and a podcast. I was like, sure. Why not? We were just so I'm like generally just so overwhelmed yeah. by motherhood. Like we both have um, health issues that we were kind of like in the middle of dealing with when we had babies, you know, babies caused them to be a little bit more difficult or bring them to the forefront. Yeah. And I was like, it's just so hard to be a mom. And I, we just really wanted to simplify things for people. So that's where the podcast was kind of born out of. And we did that for a little while and we always knew we wanted to open a business together. And Nicole has been really passionate about, it really started with ethical fashion. Yeah. Someone I remember in college asking, they're like, Hey, do you know where your shirt was made? Like, I have no idea. I have no idea where it came from, who made it, how much they were paid to make it. And that just like blew my mind. And from then it's been this long journey for me of really paying attention to like where my clothes are coming from. What am I doing with them when I'm done with them? And how does this all impact the environmental issues going on our consumption habits? And so after three years of talking to moms on the podcast and on Instagram, we realized like kids clothes are a huge issue. People are surrounded by piles of kids clothes because they grow mm-hmm. so fast. And then if you don't have someone to hand them down to, where do they end up? And so that was kind of this wanting to start a business together. I'm passionate about textile waste, ethical fashion, She's like, let's make life simpler for moms as far as shopping secondhand goes. And Hand Me Up was born out of all of that. Yep. I love it. So organically just Mm -hmm. created and just from a lot of your experiences too. So I just love how that formed. And I love that you have been friends for so long and I I totally get that yin and yang thing. I mean, that is my husband and I, we want the same outcome, but how we get there is so different. And so Mm -hmm. it's really funny. Um, So I totally understand what that is like. So that's so um, neat. Oh, thanks. (laughs) It took us a long time to figure that out. So, you know. There were a few bumpy roads, but we've been together for a very long time, but let's see what stats do you have? Like, do you have any stats? Cause I know like, again, this ethical fashion thing, I am also 100% on board. I can't say that I always do the best job of it, but we're all a work in progress, I think. And I, it's hard. Yeah. I think as long as we're trying and we're, you know, being intentional about what we bring Mm -hmm. into our home, it's what I, what I try to talk about and help people with, but tell us about some stats or maybe some things that will help us understand like why this is a problem and something that we really should be focused on. Yeah. I think one of the stats, what's wild is so hand me up's been open for a year and a half and stats at the beginning are different even now. So it's it's growing, it's a growing, growing issue. So Mm -hmm. one of the stats that I think blows people's mind is the average American throws away 80 pounds of textiles every year. So just Without thinking about it, I think a lot of people think I'm going to throw this old pair of socks in the trash. It's a lot of socks, 80 pounds. But yeah, I think of (laughs) towels and sheets and I mean, it's not just clothes, but yeah, it's, I mean, unreal. I mean, like, and I guess I just don't think about, I don't throw things in the trash anymore now that I've been educated, textiles in the trash now that I've been educated about it. But it is, it is crazy how quick you get to 80 pounds and how much people are throwing out. And those items can be downcycled, recycled, used in different ways. And I think it's just, we don't know. It's like, we don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what's so interesting about that 80 pounds, that's more than my child. My child is nine years old and that is more than she weighs. So that's like throwing the equivalent of your child away. Yeah. Bring that into mom terms. Yeah. That's one of the stats I read was like the average 11 year old is 80 pounds. So like imagine a family of four, every person is responsible for that many wasted textiles. And so people ask like, well, what's Mm. the problem with it sitting in the landfill? And one of the issues is a lot of our clothes now are made out of plastic synthetic. So they're sitting there leaching into the soil, leaching into the water system. And then a lot of what ends up happening is they burn the piles Mm. and then that off gases fumes. So it's like, yeah. And they don't degrade like plastic doesn't degrade. 
So it's like throwing away a water bottle. Like they're okay. sitting there. Yeah. Talk okay. to us about like you, we say plastics and I understand yeah. that means polyester. Mm-hmm. Yes. What yes. other fabrics are, does that include? Like, is that just polyester? Are there it's other mostly. fabrics? Sp- like spandex, any of your like See? athletic wear. Mm-hmm. Um, now some athletic wear lately has been like made from recycled water bottles, which is a fancy way of saying it's made from recycled plastic. plastic. Um, sure, which has its own, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but anything really stretchy. Stretchy. Mm-hmm. Which if you think like how much, I mean, even our denim now has that in it, has plastics in it. Some mm-hmm. of them, you know, you can tell when you get a hard pair of denim yeah. versus like a really stretchy pair of denim. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So polyester, um, I'm trying to think of the other spandex. words they use. Spandex. Those are really the terms they use. If you look at your clothes or they'll say like a nylon rayon blend. Okay. If you start see? looking at the tags on your clothes, mm. you'll be shocked to see how much of it's not cotton. Um, okay. So it's really cotton and wool and silk. Like those are, are those linen. really what we're trying for? Mm-hmm. Linen. 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 Yeah. Linen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you know, one of the things that we advocate for, cause like you were saying, it's, I mean, sometimes these choices are hard cause that's just expensive. what's available. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we love to choose secondhand because one of our yeah. philosophies is like, if it's already in circulation, let's use it. And it's of- so cost-effective yeah, for right. families. Like I, I mean, I can't go buy all hundred percent cotton for my kids. I don't have that kind of money to buy the wardrobe like that, but secondhand I can, I can mm. afford it that way to go do it. Nice. All right. Okay. So, and then what, okay. So we've talked about like, if it doesn't end up in the landfill, it gets burned and then it creates the off-gassing. It also then leaches into our water supply. That's going to then affect the fish with all the microplastics that we've been hearing about. And so now we're consuming the fish or the, you know, they get consumed and then they get consumed and all the way up the food chain. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then that's how we end up with it in our body. Okay. Okay. Okay just kind of recapping there, just so everyone listening is on the same page. It's a lot. There's this level of like, once you start educating yourself, I think a lot of times people get really overwhelmed really quick with it. And so like our whole thing is like, we don't want people to feel that way. If it interests you to know about it, know about it. But bottom line is we just need to do better with our consumption. Not, not meaning necessarily you need to consume hundred percent cotton clothes all the time. Just don't walk into Target and buy 15 shirts and your kid. I mean, you wouldn't believe how much stuff we get a hand-me-up that still has tags on it. Mm. So it's like, there's, there's definitely this buying more than we need thing. If, well, if we can just solve that problem, like if you can just think (laughs) about what's in your closet and what you actually need for the season, which takes time as a mom, which is why we created the solution that we have, we will do this for you. But if you'll just think about what's in there and what you need and only get that, it would make a world of difference in in our opinion. Okay. I want to sidetrack a little bit. Let's say someone's listening to this and they're thinking for maybe the first time, maybe they've heard it a few times and now they're finally going to say like, okay, I'm going to go look and see what's in my closet. (laughs) How do you help them avoid that guilt that they're going to feel? Because I'm guarantee you we've all, we all have things in our closet that (laughs) aren't super sustainable. And we've all done this. We've all made mistakes. So what are some of the ways you help people kind of work past that? I mean, I know that's not really your job, but like, I'm sure you talk to moms that have this, this mom guilt about it. Me. Yeah. (laughs) She's so, she's such a bleeding heart as I'm sure you can already tell. I I mean, the cool thing is your closet is sustainable. (laughs) Like everything in there is already, you've already bought it. Hmm. Like use it, like wear your closet, organize your closet. Figure out what you got in there. Figure out new ways to wear things and get excited. Like you've already bought it. There's no reason to go clean it out and feel guilty about it. It's already there. Yeah. Like the bet we always say the best place you can shop is your closet. Just go wear those clothes. Be intentional about your own closet and what, how you have it organized. So you can easily grab things and make outfits and be excited about it. Enjoy your clothes. That's the most sustainable thing you can do. Yeah. And I think what you said earlier about intentionality, just viewing what you're wearing and what you're bringing in, which I'm sure like as a one of you minimalists, what you're bringing into your home, just have that same lens with your closet. What am I bringing in? If I'm bringing in something, do I need to make sure I'm replacing, like taking something else out essentially? Yeah. Yeah. She has a number of hangers in her closet and she won't get more hangers. So she is at the top of her hangers. She has to And one of the ways that we like to do this within our friend group is clothing swaps. Oh, yes. I've done those. Oh, yeah. The best. 
They're talking about explain, free explain what that is. You do it. You're better at hosting them. Yeah. So one of the things that I do when I address my hanger situation, so a lot of times my mom gives me clothes mm. and that makes my hanger situation difficult. So I have to go in and I separate into piles and I always have a clothing swap pile. So these are things that I'm like, this is an item I have put on and taken off multiple times that I'm never going to wear again, but it's hanging there for some reason, either emotional, sentimental, just in case. And it might be something one of my friends wants to wear. So I make a clothing swap pile. And I say like once every six months, we'll get people together at someone's house. Everyone just brings what they have, clothes, dresses. Sometimes they bring their husband stuff, shoes, jewelry, purses. We lay it out in sections. We all bring an appetizer and for like two or three hours. And a bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine. Of course, of course. (laughs) And we go in the bathroom. We try stuff on. We're like, that looks so good on you. I love that. It's like shopping with your friends from the comfort of a couch. Yeah. 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 And that's that's a great way I feel like to clean out your closet and then intentionally know that it's like going to another home where it's going to be used essentially. That's one of my favorite ways. A lot of my closet is clothing swap items at this point. Mm -hmm. Nice. You're making me want to do another one. I remember doing these. Well, the problem is now my closet's gotten so low, so minimal. Yeah. Which is great. I've, you know, just kind of Mm -hmm. gone through. I just don't buy as much. So now I'm like, Oh, my clothes get worn out before I give them away. Yeah. Oh yes. You You know, I just, I wear everything out. So I don't have, that's awesome. That's my goal. That's my, um, that's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. But there's always someone in your friend group who has a clothes. There's always someone who carries the clothing swap. So you don't have to be responsible. How about I'll host? Yeah. (laughs) That's yes. right. That's oh, right. So fun. Actually, I love that. I love that idea. We've done those before. So I should get my friend group together to do that. Thanks for the reminder. I really yes. appreciate it. So, all right, let's switch to more your bread and butter really here with this hand me up, which I think is a wonderful idea. And I love your logo. It's so cute. What does a capsule wardrobe for kids look like? I mean, kids can be very rough and tumble on their clothes. I understand mm-hmm. kids grow a lot though. So if we're not buying the right amount of stuff, we're going to have a lot left over. So right you know, I can get away with washing my jeans only like every few wears. It doesn't really happen for my kids. Mm -hmm. So when you're creating a capsule wardrobe, I think this is where a lot of moms struggle is they're like, but my kids need more clothes than I do. So what do you think a capsule wardrobe really encompasses for a kid? Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Yeah, so what we sell in our bag is three tops, three bottoms, and one bonus item. 
And for us, like establishing a capsule for kids really just starts with picking a base color, Mm -hmm. um, which is harder for girls than it is for boys. You Mm -hmm. know, boys is basically blue or black. I feel like for the most part. Yeah. There's a lot of, (laughs) yeah gray in there. But really what we think the trick is just as we've packed so many of these orders at this point is the bottoms, the bottoms are the trick because they do, they, especially boys go through the bottoms faster, but my daughter is really, really hard on her leggings and they're just Mm -hmm. girl leggings are just cheap. Like she rips hers at the knees all the time. So really focusing on the number of bottoms, the color of the bottoms, getting basic bottoms, you know, there's so much printed stuff out there for kids. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Like ballerina leggings that she can wear with one solid pink shirt and that's it. So we try to stay away from that kind of stuff and really stick to the blacks and the grays and the khaki bottoms and get, I, we don't say like you only need three, which you probably have some advice on this too, but like I have as as much as I need to make it through the week without, I do laundry every Sunday, which I'm super intentional about every Sunday. It happens no matter what really, honestly. And that's the only way to set us up for success for the week, but they can make it through the week without really any heartache on our end. She has uniforms. So she's got it super easy. Aha. It's not yeah. fair over here. Yeah. But yeah, so focusing on the bottoms and then the tops is where we let ki- our kids and our, our capsules where people have fun, like get the yeah. bright colored, the unicorn, whatever your kid's into, get those as your tops, but then they can go with any bottoms. You can send your kid back to the closet alone and they can pick something out with, and everything matches is really what our trick is, what we think is the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And I, I love what you said there about sending them back alone to be yes. able to do it themselves. I do think that is one of the huge benefits of a capsule that we don't really maybe talk about, or maybe we mm-hmm. know, but we just think like, Oh, well, of course that's such a benefit. But like when your kids can pick something out, I mean, and granted, if they want to wear whatever under the sun, like I'm all for it, sure, let kids too. be kids. So yeah, I'm absolutely. not sitting that you have to have like little Insta worthy families photo right. shoot every day. That is not what we're going no. for here, no. but it is really easy. And actually we did travel one time. I'm going to tell an offsite story here. Okay. So when our daughter was five, um, I've told this part of the story a lot. We, we, I burnt out on a job. We went and traveled. We were going to just oh, do God. a month in Spain, turn into the summer, turned into over a year. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> This is my dream. I love this. We will talk offline about how you can make that happen. Um, But uh, part of it was we wanted to only take carry on suitcases. So we Mm. capsuled all of it. And then I'm, we did the base color for the whole family. Like we had the color palette for the whole family. So because we, at the time were like, Oh, let's, you know, we're gonna take the pictures and all the things. And I had had a friend Oh, we went to a friend's house and she took pictures of everybody. It was like a housewarming party or something. And so she was posting all these pictures on Facebook and ours was this funny, right? Ours was the only one that was in black and white because our colors were so all over the place. This was pre that trip. So I was like, Hmm, maybe we should think about this. I think this is really funny. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, but funny. it did, Good it made you. getting ready so easy. Of course, we only had so many items to choose from, but we always looked good no matter what. And we weren't like matchy matchy, but it was just a way for us to be like, yeah, okay, great. Put that on and never had to worry about being the black and white pictured family again. <laughs> I love that. That love is that. so funny. Yeah, no, <laughs> my family will not match me. Let me just say, my husband and I are very neutral, right? Like I am black, uh, black stripes, denim, camel. Like this is my jam. I've got like a wool dress on that's like camel and black. So again, we get to be kind of the, we're the background. We call our daughter the pop. Oh, I I want the pinks or I want the purples or I want, you know, whatever. And so it's like, it's just easy. We're always in kind of the more neutral colors. And then we had whatever the pop of color was the, you know, color of the season for her, because that changes a lot for her too. Right. That's the other thing, which is nice about only getting so many pieces of clothing because that pop can change and you don't feel so bad about it. Right. Um, and so that was it. We picked whatever her pop was at the time. It was like a, um, like a salmon-y pink and a blue. So yeah, it was really fun. That is fun. I can't believe that's so cool. I can't imagine packing for that long. (laughs) 
yeah, the summer was full, uh, carry on. We did five months carry on. Yeah. Oh wow. my God. That's awesome. You're an See, expert. I mean, it just goes to show, like, I just heard the other day, this guy on Instagram was talking about how they moved into a new house, but the house wasn't ready. And it basically a bunch of their stuff had set in the garage for like almost 11 months. And he was like, do we even need this stuff? Like really, if it has set here for 11 months and we haven't missed it, do we need it? And I just like, it's so true. Like so much of it is just not even And there. I just cleaned out my closet yesterday and it like so much of the stuff. And I'm pretty intentional about my closet. And I still was able to come up with two bags of stuff. And I'm like, you know, honestly, I'm never going to wear this. Yeah. I'm never going to actually wear this. I know I'm not. So why am I keeping it here? <laughs> So I get that. It's like, as you continue to do it, you get stronger in your own opinion about what you love on yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, no, really, I feel better when I'm wearing this, this, or this. So I'm not going to wear this other thing that makes me feel insecure about myself when I leave the house or makes me question how I look, whatever. Anyway. Yes. No, it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. And I I feel like that goes for our kids too. Like my kids reach for the same same Mm -hmm. items and I've been trying to teach them, which is cool because we get a lot of random like t-shirts and stuff from like school or like, and it's the worst because we can't reuse that stuff. No. Like when, and we, we joke a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's not much you can do with it. Make a quilt out of it. Yeah. (laughs) But like we joke about all the time on our Instagram and stuff about the old Navy, um, flag shirts that have the date on them. You wouldn't believe the shirts we get with like these crazy dates from like the nineties on them. 2001. Yeah. And then I guarantee you they've only been worn like a handful of times. Like nobody's wearing this stuff. The seasonal stuff is what is super interesting to us as time goes on. And we're working on kind of doing some stuff with our business to be sure these things stay in circulation, but just the amount of Easter stuff that we Mm. have and get Mm. and my favorite is the Mickey Mouse Halloween. Like That's such great. niche little stuff. Oh, my first like new Mickey years. and a Santa. Yeah, my first, first yeah, my years. first New Year's. We had a, wow. one of those come in this last week. Yeah. It's just, it's very interesting. And you know that item's only being worn once. Yeah. So we do try to encourage people like get a red shirt. Yes. And just wear it for yeah. Christmas, yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. And just call it a day. Stop buying things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we want to encourage like with that first New Year's, it's like, okay, so if we had a way to distribute this to somebody else that could use it again, that's great. But like, we're, we have so many of these items that Mm -hmm. that at some point is going to be impossible Mm. to intentionally use all of them. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's the grandmothers. Sorry. But <laughs> oh, totally. Oh my gosh. I get those questions mean? all the time. What do I, how do I not hurt grandma's feelings? They just, they just want to show their love. I get it. And it's yes. the tough conversation. It's the yep, tough it conversation to have with them of like, this is going to get worn once. Mm-hmm. And I've told people on the podcast, like if you you don't want to be the bad guy. Just send them over. Send them this episode. This is what you need. I will talk to them for you. <laughs> I will tell them for you because it's true. You know, I talk to the grandmas. They don't want to be a burden on you. That's not the point. The point is they're trying to help you out. And so if it's a burden, it's just defeating the purpose. We just have to have these tough conversations and they're not that hard once you actually start them. I like this idea too. And also what I'm taking away from this is maybe having a conversation with my PTA because we have a school that really wants to be more environmentally friendly. Like we've done away with, we're trying not to do balloons for anything, right? Like we're trying really hard to think about these kinds of things That's awesome. Wow. and trying not to do just like the little tchotchkes. We have a carnival coming up. And so instead of doing like a little prize, every time you win a game, we're going to do raffle tickets and do like a bigger prize. Oh, Um, very cool. You know what our, my school does, What my kids school does, they take like the things that you get in Happy Meals and yeah. in Chick-fil-A bags, they take donations of those. Oh, so like, I just save all that right. stuff because I don't want that in my house. Yeah. And then I just give it to the school. And that's what they use at our carnival. Okay. That's another Interesting. idea. That's I love really it. Okay. cool though that I didn't, yeah. I never thought about that was more environmentally yeah friendly, but they're thinking about it. That's awesome. Totally think about it. But the t-shirts, right. You're saying here, we can't really reuse these t-shirts once Mm -hmm. the kids grow out of them. And so it's, I know we have given t-shirts in the past. And so it's making me think like, Ooh, maybe is there something else we can some other way we can think about this uh, going Mm -hmm. forward. So just thanks for bringing that up to the forefront. Cause I don't think people think about that at all. Yeah. Or creating like little, um, like, you know, micro 
circles where like on the Facebook page for the school, That's what you is. are reselling yeah. the shirts. Our school has a Facebook place where it's like five spirit shirts up for sale, these mm-hmm. sizes. And so, but I thought- away. It would be great mm-hmm. to have just like an even like school closet. That's like a secondhand school closet with Ooh. uniforms, shirts, and mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, Facebook Marketplace yeah. is great, but sometimes if you're at campus and you want to just like, well, and some families don't have the money for it too, right? right which is a sure. great way to yeah reuse those things. Like yeah, that. it's an interesting. It's something we didn't think about before we opened Hand Me Up by any yeah. means, and now yeah. that we see how see much it. of it comes through, we're like, oh wow, mm-hmm. this is. Yeah. And how many p- people put names, their kids' names on shirts, embroider and all that. And I get the trend, but it's done for. Like, right. we're not going to find somebody with the same name as your kid. that's <laughs> the same age as your kid and that get that back says. into circulation. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to be able to do that. Hmm. Okay. Oh gosh. See, I love this awareness, the things you just yeah. don't think about. And so, yeah, having these conversations, I love it. How do you help people start to downsize their kids' closets? Is it mostly just a wait for the next season and just buy less or pay attention to what they're actually wearing and just try to stick to that stuff? Where do you start? Yeah. What, uh, one of the things we have, so when someone orders our bag inside mm-hmm. is an empty bag that we mm. call our hand-me-down bag and they can stuff it and with their hand-me-downs and send it to us to like Love keep clothes that. in circulation. But we like to tell people, keep that in your kid's closet. And so like, if my girls are obviously passing over the same shirt over and over again, I'm like, kind of like my closet, I'm going to put that to the side. And so I'm trying to teach them just like, I'm doing like, if you're not wearing this, get it out of your space because it's just cluttering your choices in the morning. It's cluttering the decisions that you have. That shirt's too small. And so I feel like if you have a space for the kids to see, like this is where it's going to go and leave the closet, which is hard for my children, Mm -hmm. but I think it's a necessary lesson in what we're doing. That is kind of what we've been doing. And my oldest daughter, she's out of our size range, but I helped her clean out stuff the other day. And she was like, can I pass it to my friends? And I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. Cause that's what I do with my clothing swap. So I texted some of her friends. I was like, we cleaned out. We've got this size 10 stuff for you guys to look through and wheels are turning. Okay. They can wear that. Cause I grew out of it. Mm -hmm. And so I think getting them involved is just as important as us going through and downsizing for them. Because I think in the long run, they'll start to adopt that practice mm-hmm. the older, hopefully, you know, yeah. the older that they get and they won't have to learn it as an adult. Like I am. <laughs> yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. I, and I, I just think, and like, we've said so much intentionality, I, it doesn't have to be like a big, huge moment, yeah. which I think yeah. like what she's talking about avoids that big, huge moment where you're getting rid of a bunch of stuff, paying attention as time goes to what they are and are not wearing. And, and one thing that we talk a lot about, like on our stories is there are ways to buy things that can make it multiple years, Mm. uh, multiple seasons. I pretty much always size up in a jacket. Mm. And so it makes it to sometimes three seasons on that jacket. And there's a lot of girls clothes are even better, but there's rompers, dresses. There's so many brands now that put buttons in the straps where you can loosen the strap as they get older and it'll last for longer. And I pretty much only, which I know not everybody has this luxury based on what their school requires, but my son's only in elastic pants at this point and they make it multiple seasons the way he grows. And so I think buying intentionally to last longer is a great way to stretch your dollar and make your closet more efficient. Love that. Feel like you're the martyr in your family. You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. 
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. So question, are you into capsule wardrobes yourself? We're trying. We're trying. We're trying so it's hard. It's hard to do as an adult. It can be, yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting too for us that we've been joking about even lately yes. is like- I know what you're going to say. <laughs> our business has taken off a little bit in the last few months. And so we've had to, we've needed business clothes oh, for meetings yeah. and things. And we've just been, I mean, we're like wearing joggers and stuff. We don't, <laughs> we don't wear clothes like this. So like we both had to like really intentionally just go buy a blazer because we could stretch our wardrobe further to look more business professional if we just had a blazer that we could throw over even like our branded t-shirt to wear to things because, because we just didn't. We didn't have a way, yeah, to do that. So it's interesting as a mom because there's so many different hats. You know, you've got like the date night outfits, oh, but like 90% of my closet is I can't wear the dates. Like it's like very, very yeah. casual stuff that I'm picking my kids up in the carpool line. So that has been the biggest struggle for me in establishing a wardrobe is trying to cover the basis and be intentional about having enough items to hit the like kind of side events that we have. Oh, I get that. Yeah. And I think I, I wear a capsule, but I don't necessarily know that my closet always looks like that. Like I will pick the same pairs of jeans, the same tops on a weekly basis. And there's just some stuff sitting in there that I was mentioning earlier. It's like either sentimental or I just really need to let it go. Cause I'm really not choosing it. We had our color palettes done recently Ooh. where they were telling us, yeah, yeah what yeah. color she gave me for my birthday. <laughs> nice. It was very fun. It was sweet. But then I'm looking at my closet now with a new lens. Like, I wonder if that's why I gravitate towards this top. So maybe oh, I should get rid of that top that I don't wear as much. It's um, not in my color palette. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think too, sometimes I, like we were talking about the clothing swaps are great and getting clothes for my mom is great, but sometimes I will take on things that I'm right. like not crazy about. And Cause they it's free. Up, Cause it's free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends up sitting there. And so that's been my chore to myself over the past like six months is to truly be like, if I haven't worn this or touched it, it's got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so I've been a little bit more ruthless with that. Yeah. <laughs> Free has a cost. It definitely does. Yes, and yes. it might not be monetary, but it might be mental or, you know, oh, takes up space or so yeah. So, yes. No, yeah. it's that's, I love that. It's so true. Even like, I mean, one thing we talk about a lot is like deal shopping. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's really hard. I get it so as like an adult when you walk into Target and your kid needs two t-shirts to make it so you can make laundry on Sunday, right? And it's five for $20. You know, it's like, oh, I'm buying five. You know, it's really, it's almost more for the two if you just get the two right. or whatever. Yeah. If deals, uh, that's where I struggle the most, I think, which is one thing that yeah. I've loved about secondhand is I can get good deals secondhand. So I have enjoyed that like process of it, but I was raised very much. So you buy for the deal. Yeah. That's what you look for. My mom's a deal shopper yeah. and it, that's been hard for me to break. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I remember, I mean, I don't shop that much, so it's helpful, <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. but I remember there were times where I would just go beeline straight to the back of the store. You know, for the clearance rack, for the clearance uh-huh. rack, right? Yeah. For the sale uh-huh. rack, because I didn't want to spend full price, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so then you're limiting yourself, and so you end up maybe buying something that isn't quite exactly what you wanted because you got a deal on it, and it was yep. you didn't want to pass it up. So, so yeah, true. she talks a lot about which I'll, I'm saying it for you, but she talks saying? a lot about cost per wear. Oh yeah, yes, which yeah. is an interesting concept I'd never thought of before. Totally. 
But it's so true. There are definitely items in my closet that I paid more for, really watched for a long time, like set on wanting them for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they were more expensive. And then when I got them, yeah, and their quality is better. They last longer. I enjoy it. Every time I wear it, I feel awesome. Yeah, it is interesting just to think about and to think that like just a few years ago, I wasn't thinking about this at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, look at that. I love it though. That's great. Growth, (laughs) right? That's what for me, that's what life is all about. I think that's the meaning of life for me is you know being able to learn and grow and and just become more of who you really are, you know, as we as we get older. So awesome. Okay, so what does it look like to use hand me up? So if someone's listening to this, tell us a little bit more about what hand me up is. How would someone go about it. We talked about, my daughter's also out of the age range. I'm a little sad, Um, but uh, so tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're what we call a unique e-commerce solution to make shopping for secondhand kids clothes simpler for families and address the issue of textile waste. So customers can come to the website and order what we call the bag. And it's basically a mix and match. We, we say mix and match for people that don't know capsule. That's kind of an easy way to put that that. bag of pre-loved kids clothes, three tops, three bottoms, and one bonus item. And you can take a style quiz if you want to guide Mm -hmm. us as we pack the order and you can pick gender climate and then size. We pack it up, ship it to you. And inside is an empty bag with the prepaid shipping label that you can stuff with your hand-me-downs and send back to us and get $10 off your next order. So it kind of keeps you coming back. You can subscribe. We have that option too, which is quarterly kind of as the seasons change, but you can also just come and buy a bag or you can print off a label and send us clothes without buying. And Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's size is like birth to six. Mm -hmm. So that hyper growth age where they're turning over a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's really fun when we get clothes in the mail. (laughs) Absolutely love it. Well, and you have been so generous. I'm going to talk about it earlier. I know I said I was going to wait to the end, but you were offering a bag for one of our listeners and you're also offering a $5 off coupon. So I will have details for that at the end on how we're going to go about getting that free bag to a lucky listener. But I just wanted to say that I'm, thank you for being so generous with that and for Mm -hmm. your, your discount code for our listeners. I I love that. And I think our listeners are really going to love this concept as well. So, thanks. so what are your goals for the business? Where do you, where are you hoping to be in five years? Where do you see yourself? What's, what's going to go there? Oh my gosh. I love this big question. Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a future thinker. Like yeah, I, love I love big dreams right now in the short term. I mentioned it, I think earlier briefly, but we do kind of want to create an area to sell these seasonal type items. So that's our next big goal is to get a marketplace on our website where you can add them to your bag order. So the the cost is really effective and you can use it right now. We're just selling all that in stories Mm -hmm. on Instagram. So we're excited to have more like a permanent home for all those items. So that's in the short term. And then long-term, the dream really for me is... She's smiling at me if you're listening, but because she knows it is my dream. I really struggled to be a mom and have a job and I wasn't happy with one foot all the way in the other, either camp. So for me, I really just want to provide a place for moms to work and be moms. So we always joke that joke isn't the right word, but we always say priority number one is being in carpool line every single day, no matter how crazy things get. Mm. Um, And we're really great about helping each other achieve that, which is, is awesome to have that in a teammate. But ultimately I'd like to have where moms get their friends and they come work for us. (laughs) They come do laundry, pack kids clothes, have a pack and play where their little one is, or they wear their baby, but they're hanging out with their friends, folding clothes and packing our orders. And I would even love to serve an underserved group of moms in our community that don't have opportunities for things like this. So that's kind of the big, the big dream for me. Dream big. Yeah. Yeah. Can't you east, see it? Just like those too. Totally. Yeah, east coast. So west we're coast. in Texas. We want some yeah. east coast, a little west coast, yes. and then we can have our little hub. We really feel like if we can solve, like really help San Antonio, which is where we are, solve the the textile problem here, like create our own ecosystem. We'd love for other cities to be able to repeat it for themselves because so much of what we put in our bags is from moms here in town. Mm-hmm. So it it would mm-hmm. be cool to just really be able to repeat this. And I mean, it's a great 
opportunity. Like right now we are out of my garage. So we are still packing orders out of my garage, which is great because I can put the kids to bed and go over there and pack orders. And so I feel like this would be such a good opportunity for a mom somewhere else in the country to get clothes from her preschool, get clothes from her friend's preschools and do this in her garage. So we'll see how it plays out over the next few years, but we, I definitely have a heart for moms who want to get out of the house or need supplemental income or just need a good challenge or a time to talk to another adult. Like I would love to be that opportunity for moms. Oh my gosh. I love that. I absolutely think the sky is the limit. So dream big. And I just can't wait to see where you end up and, and see what the next five years does bring for you. I love where your heart is at. And I just, I think this is, this is amazing. So thanks for coming on the show and for helping us understand why textiles are a big problem, but a great solution for them as well. I appreciate that you're providing a solution for a problem and not just bringing to light the problem um, (laughs) behind it. So yeah. Awesome. So where can people find do. I know they're going to want to connect and check out hand me up and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Our website is handmeupshop.com. Yes. And I would say our social that we're most active on is Instagram because we're elder millennials. So that is where we <laughs> we're just out. making ourselves look like fools over there. So um, head I'm on over dipping my toe into TikTok. I refuse boy. to do it. So this is, this is a hard boundary I have drawn. <laughs> I will not get the TikTok app on my phone because I just spend too much time on Instagram already. I don't I need something else to click on. I know. I got I know. It. There's some drama I know surrounding it too. So anyway, most of us, most <laughs> of where we're at is on Instagram. So that's where we do every Wednesday. We have a story sale for some of those seasonal items we were oh, talking fun. about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we hang out, post reels. Yeah. Have fun. Ooh, just You were live on there this morning. I oh, saw. we were. We <laughs> saw you get on. I saw you. I have done. Like, I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. I was like, we're, we're connecting in like 30 minutes, right? So yes, I hopped yes. Then I had to go yes. shower. Sorry. I had to yes. No, no. <laughs> yeah. We like the mom communities on the gram. And okay. so we like being on there. I mean, yeah. people, we get tons of information and questions and it, it really has guided our business a lot. Yeah. Honestly, Instagram has just yeah. the relationships we've been able to build and the things people have said, but yeah, we do feel very silly over there a lot of times. We just recorded a reel with a mannequin that we have in the garage. Like we're just, you know, trying to have fun, but we just are maybe a little too old for this. this No, okay. Never. I don't think so. I think it's all in the heart. It's true. I think it's fine. We are. And you know what? The thing is, I don't want to watch the young kids on Instagram and TikTok. I want to watch people my age. That's That's so true. You know, so it's fine. You're, you're good. You found your audience. You're good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I will definitely have links in the show notes too, for everybody that's listening in case they are out and about while this is airing and they want to come back to it. So we'll for sure make sure we have that available as well. Um, But my favorite way to end every interview is with three rapid fire questions. It always gets a little challenging when there's two. So how about Nicole, we'll start, you take the first one first and then Carrie, and then you'll answer. And then Carrie, you'll take the second one first and then we'll answer. Okay. All right. So, uh, Nicole, what does minimalism mean to you? Ooh. Um, it first, I don't know why a clear counter just came to my head. That was the first thing that I saw, but just like clear line of sight, like not a bunch of stuff in my house, in my way, clouding my vision and my space. This is a quick answer, right? Yeah, Yeah, totally. Okay. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Let's do it. Intentionality for me. Cool. I think just really being intentional about where and what is in my house. Love it. Okay. Kara, what is one of your favorite pieces of advice that you'd like to share today? Oh my gosh. This one's hard. I know. I'm sorry. I throw in a hard one. Go for it. You only get to live once. Just go for it. Whatever it is, it's on your mind and you want to do, do it. Just do it. Go to Spain for a year. Go to Spain (laughs) for a year. You can do it. We survived. Look at that. I that answer. Oh, yeah. sorry. All right. Good luck. Right. Go to goal. Uh, well, I think as far as one of the things we've talked about with our business, a piece of advice someone gave us is like kind of along the vein of Kara's is like, if you want to do something like just sell your first bag, like just try, get it out there. Cause mm-hmm. it's never going to be perfect to get it started. So right. stop waiting for the perfect time to start something and just start, start going, move, like get, get going. 
That's yeah. coming from a recovering perfectionist yes. over there. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking my language, Chica. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I mean, oof. yeah. <laughs> we won't yes. even go there. There's not enough yes. time left in the show today. Yes. Um, yes. yes. All right. And number three, Nicole, is right back with you. What is making you happy right now or in this season of life? Oh, my gosh. Oh, having jam sessions in the car with my kids in the morning and like after school, it's been great and they love it. And I love it. You're going to say me. (laughs) Kara Kara did it. It's really making me happy right now. And you did say me. (laughs) You you get to go second. So, you know, Nicole. now you don't have to say Nicole. Yeah. Nicole is making me happy right now. I'm loving my time with Nicole. We're going to have to debrief oh, about yeah, this later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. No, I will say our work days are really fun. Those are the uh, things uh, that are super fun right now. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Was I, I really your it. answer? <laughs> she was teasing you. She's going to feel guilty about this for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when the podcast comes out, she's going to feel guilty again. Feel guilty again. <laughs> oh, boy. Gotcha. I feel guilty. That's all good. It's all good. Oh my gosh. Well, ladies, thank you so much. This was so fun today. Um, I just really enjoyed getting to have like a real, like honest, fun conversation. And just thanks for bringing a lot of, like I said, there's some of these really different ideas uh, to the forefront that maybe we hadn't even thought about before. So awesome. Well, you have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye everybody. Bye. Well, that was seriously fun. I'm sure you could hear our joy through the mic. I love their mission, and I am so grateful for people in the world who want to make it a better place. And don't forget, you can get $5 off your first bag by going to handmeupshop.com and using code wannabe5 at checkout. Plus, enter for a free bag on the Instagram post that goes with this episode. Simply leave a comment on the post by 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, May 21st, and you will be entered to win. The contest is limited to residents in the U.S. I wish you the best of luck. But now I want to know what you thought about this episode. Come on over to the Wannabe Minimalist Family Group on Facebook and share. We'll have a very fun conversation going on over there, so be sure to check it out. And thanks again to Kara and Nicole for joining us on the show today. If you have children in their age range of six months to six years, or clothes in that age range that you are ready to declutter, head to their website to pick up a bag. You can find out more information at wannabeclutterfree.com slash 153. Again, that's wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 153 to find out more. And as always, thank you for joining me too. If you made it this far, just a reminder that I would be thrilled if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts or a comment on this post on Spotify. It will only take a minute, so thank you for helping me out. With that, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I will see you back here next week for a solo show about avoiding decluttering burnout. I'm Deanna Yates, and you've been listening to Wannabe Minimalist. See you next week. Cheers. Real truth alert. Pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were. But the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist Dr. Katayun Kayeni, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom and Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions, All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.